The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown With our Bibles open to the book of Second Peter, chapter number 1, we'll begin there after a word of prayer, and I'll quote our text verse for this series, 1 John 5 and verse number 19. Father, we come now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for Calvary, the blood of Christ. Thank you for the resurrection of our Lord. And it is in His name we pray, and in His name we trust, and in His name we rejoice and glory, for Jesus is our Lord and coming King. Thank you, thank you, thank you for saving a wretch like me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. First John 5 and verse 19, And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Now we're moving on from the kingdom of this world, and it's advance and its age and its army and its architect today we begin with its arrangement second peter chapter 1 verse 4 whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust Here is a look at that orderly arranged system which is against God and opposes God. It's inspired by the devil and defiant against our God. 
There is a corruption that is in the world. This system which opposes God, it indoctrinates with a philosophy that opposes God and righteousness and holiness and the scriptures. The system's philosophy demoralizes, fills the life with pollution, the mind with perversion, and leaves the heart dirty and defiled. This is the world system. There is a corruption in its arrangement. Ephesians 2, 1 and 2, James 1 and verse 27, uh, to keep himself unspotted from the world. Second uh, Peter 2, 20, 1 John 2, 15 through 17. All of these verses bear out the same. Remember what we said a few weeks back that the world as the enemy of God the Father and the believer, the world wants to develop you. With its philosophy, it means to turn you away from God and turn you against God and therefore set you apart from God. The world has a spirit through which it wields power and influence. I believe a good example to maybe make this a little more real. I remember when it happened for me about three years ago in the Walmart parking lot in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, there in East Tennessee, about an hour and a half or so from the Smoky Mountains. I swung open my truck door and it was like a wave uh, crashed against me as the music on their loudspeakers was blasting down the parking lot. And as soon as that music slammed against me, so to speak, entered my truck cab before I got out the door, the Holy Spirit said, that is the spirit of this world, and it wants to influence you. This spirit is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 12. The world has a spirit through which it wields power and influence. But the world has a wisdom for you to rely on. 1 Corinthians 3.19. The world does not want you to turn to God and the scriptures for wisdom. It has all things figured out for you and supplies a worldly wisdom. Reject it, brethren. Reject the world's counsel. The world has a course for sinners to remain on and for saints to return to. You know, recently I've been given sad news of Christians who have turned back to dope, of Christians who have went back to drink, alcohol. These things, brethren, ought not so to be. That was the course from which they were delivered, Ephesians 2, to the course of this world. But the world wants you to return there. And the world wants you to remain there if you've never been born again. The world is full of spiritual darkness. Ephesians 6 and verse 12 and would seek to swallow up the light of your testimony. The world has certain principles, propositions to offer the Christian to get you off track in your doctrine 
and supply you with a philosophy. Colossians 2 and verse number 8. The world is full of filthiness that will spot the life of the believer. We must keep ourselves unspotted from the world. This is pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father. James 1, 27. Our text for today, the world is full, full of corruption. A corruption that's unspeakable. A corruption that will decay your spirituality and will ruin your testimony and cause you to pine and waste away, to shrivel and wither away spiritually and reflect your natural depravity rather than God's supernatural life that He put within you. The world is full of moral pollution, Second Peter 2 and verse 20. You think about all of this transgender agenda and all the different pronouns and all the different ideas and how these things are being brought into, they're not churches, but in name only, they're uh, centers of apostasy and breeding grounds of rebellion and all forms of iniquity. But these places are, are putting on, you know, coming out of the closet day is what they call it. This is moral pollution. It's against the laws of God. It's against the laws of nature. And it's against the laws of decency. Ungodly men who ungodly commit ungodly deeds, Jude would say. Yes, brethren, John had it right. The whole world lieth in wickedness. All of these are against God and against His Word. And thus we see the influence of the world. It would move us toward a pride that rules out God from every part of our lives. And it makes one twofold the child of the devil. Now we consider the world's antagonism. Ephesians 2, 1 and 2 is the text here. It stands in antagonism towards the Lord. It has a wicked ruler whose course, power, and spirit defiantly oppose God and keep the sinner in bondage. Therefore, we see a life of sin in a wicked world. Ephesians 2, 2, he says, wherein you walked according to the course of this world. The walk of the sinner is in trespasses and sins. He lives a life of sin. He feels himself to be alive. Oh, he's having a good time, but really he's dead. He feels himself free. I've never been more free, but really he's bound. He's shackled. He feels himself good. Boy, this is fun. This is life at its best. But really, deep inside, he's wicked. He's depraved. He's deceived. Ephesians 2, 1, 2, and 3. Yes, brethren, sin can be likened unto an imperishable bondage, an impossible burden, an immeasurable debt, an impassable distance and an incurable disease which the sinner is absolutely helpless to be free from. The course of this world can produce nothing but a life of sin, 
among the sons of men. The course, the age, the arrangement of the world involves its philosophies, ideas, religions, politics, entertainment, education, arts, sciences, and so much more. The antagonism of this world. But then also, not only a life of sin in a wicked world, but a life of slavery to a wicked master. This is the world's kingdom and its antagonism. He said, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, the sinner is bound in his sins under the dark kingdom of Satan, the God of this world, Colossians 1, 13, 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4, to be under sin means to be in subjection to, in bondage to. Yes, to be under sin means that you've been alienated by sin, separated from God. You're dominated by sin under the mastery of Satan. You are incarcerated by your sin, bound in shackles, become a slave to sin, and you are degenerated by sin, stained, spotted, fallen, sunken into the depths of depravity under Satan and sin's dominion. And the devil has a war against your soul. He's the prince of the power of the air. He has a work. He's working in your heart and life. He has a way that is the children of disobedience. What a just and fit title for sinful humanity. Oh, but you can be free. God can step in and Christ can redeem your soul and rescue you from the organized kingdom of this wicked world. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly, it is written. God's word is Every word presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.